Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Charlie Baker. And Andy Jacobs. And this is the H&J Daily. Paul is off today. And uh, this is me, Charlie Baker, in with Andy. And we had a lovely time, didn't we, Andy? We did. It was good fun. Uh, Jacob Hawley joined us, comedian and Arsenal fan. Yeah, he was on good form. And uh, who else did we speak to? Rob Lee. Rob Lee, yes. It's a very unusual thing in golf. So if you like your golf rules stories, this is the one for you. Here it comes. (laughs) This is the podcast view. And we had our fun as well. Well, Here it is. It is 105 and 13 seconds. Good afternoon, everyone. <laughs> good afternoon, Andy. It says time check in the script, well, so I thought good. I'd do that if people yeah, were so setting their watch by us. It, it's uh, it's good to be here. It's, it's very. I'm glad this show isn't on YouTube actually, because I'm looking up there. We've got the TV feed. Honestly, it looks like you're doing the show with your granddad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's uh, it's uh, it looks. We've both got hats on. We've both got blue hats on and blue blue tops. We've both so got looks, beards. Both got beards. It's, there's a little bit of time travel going yes, on. Yes, Benjamin. You Button. could be my son. Let's oh, thanks, be Andy. That's really kind of you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Very nice. I don't know if I'd have two teams like you, but other than that... Oh, very harsh. You know, very harsh already. I was going to ask you that. Do you have a big team? No. No, you don't. See, a lot of people that support non-league club have a big team they like. Yeah, I see Talk United is a very big team. Well, they're not, are they? They're a huge team, a massive (laughs) team, and I can trace nearly every football story ever back to Talk United. Well, I am more invested in Talkie's fortunes, thanks to you and John now. So I I always check the results. I like to see how they're getting on. And, uh, yeah, it's a good win against Woking last Friday, wasn't it? Well, I went to that. I went to I went to two matches over the weekend. Actually, I was lucky enough to go to the semi final on Saturday, mm-hmm. uh, which was uh, Manchester City. I wanted to go. People go, "Why are you going? Taking tickets off real fans?" That's true. Well, I was invited. Yeah, still, I was invited. <laughs> I know it is true, and they do have a point. <laughs> they they do, do have a yeah. point. But <laughs> selfishly, Andy, yes. a I think anyone would go if they were yeah. invited. Yeah. Uh, but also, I wanted to see those two teams because. I mean, watching Liverpool last night was—they were amazing last night, and and, and this—it mm. seems like the end of five years of brilliant recruitment, six brilliant years, work, yeah. six mm. years of brilliant recruitment and, and hard work, and they're such a, a, a brilliant team to watch. Pep got his 
formation wrong, obviously, Saturday. Got his, mm. his team a, wrong. To be fair to City, they had a much tougher game in midweek. That yeah. game against... I was reading today, there were something like 71 injuries the physios had to treat after the two games against Atletico and the tough league game against Liverpool. So, yeah, it was a, it, it was a, not a great performance do, by City. Do you think Pep Guardiola... just hit form at the right time. But whenever, whenever my wife and I go for dinner, she'll mm. order something and it'll turn up and look mm. incredible, like the best dinner you've ever yeah. seen. And I will... Im- inevitably order something that looks dreadful the moment it arrives. Do you think Pep Guardiola's like that with his team selections? <laughs> do you think he looks and goes, oh yeah, I should have done that. I should have played my first choice keeper. Why didn't I, I, I do just that? Think, I just think Liverpool got a slightly deeper squad and they've got... A, a, I remember when there's nothing to choose between them. Yeah. The two games have been wonderful, but you know, the moment you have to say Liverpool are looking slightly better, but what a woeful performance from United last oh, yeah. night. I mean, you sat, I don't know about you, but I sat there just shaking my head going, Oh, no. It was so easy. Yeah. The first goal, they were just cut to ribbons. And you just think, oh. I mean, Alisson was United's best player early on. I mean, <laughs> yes. Uh, Hannibal came on uh, at the end. I thought he should be playing for Lechter, Lechter City. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. But at least he had a bit of bite, Hannibal, when he came he on did, at the end, he didn't did. he? Yeah, he certainly you know, did. He came on and he. And mm. and he made some tackles and and made, yeah, he looked fouled, like he had a he bit of passion. He, he sort of fouled a lot. I'm not sure it was the right, you know, particularly. It was a bit, but they didn't have any midfield. Bravado, that, that was the problem, it, didn't really? they? They yeah. didn't. They didn't have any midfield. So. Well, they had a lot of injuries. They had a lot of players out, and their mm. xG at half time uh, was was zero. I mean, that's incredible. I mean, it was zero from the moment Ronaldo couldn't play. You know, we, just... we don't have xG in the in the national league. Oh, that's Andy, a shame. can you tell me what xG is? Expected goals. Yeah. I don't uh, know. No, it's rubbish. But I mean, it's, rubbish. It, it's, it's sort of basically supposed to reflect on the amount of pressure and the amount of shots that you have. Therefore, if you'd been efficient, you would have had an expected goal rate of this. But you know, people aren't. Football's not like that. Who decides it? on that? Is it done with with maths, or is it someone going? I think there are going to be six <laughs> no, goals. A, there's an algorithm. Oh, is there's there? an algorithm for everything. Did you not know that? There is. Of course, there is. Now, and that's, so, my other game I went to, which was Good Friday. Good Friday football is is brilliant mm. football, and that was Woking v Torquay, and it was one of the worst games I've ever seen in my whole life. Mm. The, the ball spent 90% of the time in the air. But I wanted to bring this up, uh, yeah. Andy, because I got there and yeah. I met our, 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 both our friend John Cadogan there to watch United. And, and I took my also took my wife and my two kids. Really? We that excited about woking away on Good Friday. But also in the, in the uh, row was my old humanities teacher from school... <laughs> Really, <laughs> and and his son, who I know, yeah, and also a talk a talkie fan and talksport commentator Jim Proudfoot. God, you were all there. and his son. So Took a day out. So I I randomly knew the whole row. That's incredible. I randomly knew everybody in a, in our whole row, and I wanted to know if uh, I mean, have you ever randomly turned up somewhere, Andy, and known someone next to you, or like at, when you have you gone to the cricket mm. or one of your many football teams, and 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 sat down no, and, and been honestly don't do this because <laughs> last night some idiot on the Chelsea website he said as soon as Fulham were promoted, I'll bet that Jacobs is going to get a season ticket for Fulham. No, are I'm you not? not? No, not at all. I've got no affinity to Fulham oh, at all, really. Oh, okay. Oh, I mean, yeah, it's a good. That new stand is lovely. I don't know. It does look nice. Yeah, overhanging the Thames and everything. It's very, very nice. There we are. So look, uh, eight, ten, eighty nine. If you've ever turned up and and you've randomly sat sat next to somebody you know, you haven't booked the tickets together. You know, let us know. Eight, ten, eighty nine. You saw Kyle Walker spending a penny. Talking about spending yes. for a penny mm. in the in the paper. 
I don't know. I mean, it's such a mad story, this. I mean, he was basically... Uh, he went to a... He said it said it was a posh hotel. I thought it was a pub. Hold on, where was he? He was... Uh, it, didn't, it just says... He, he urinated up the side of a posh hotel, leaving diners less than impressed mm. by his dribbling. That's what very well put there. <laughs> <laughs> One bloke said, a guest... I love these people who just bystander. Yeah. He said, I just arrived for a meal with my family and suddenly I'm watching Carl Walker, who I instantly recognised. Uh, it was revolting. It wasn't just a, a quick wee. He was there for ages. Oh, my. What did you, time him? Like a horse. <laughs> Has he got a prostate problem? <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, he may have been caught short, Andy. <laughs> yes, that's true. So, so you wanted to know... Well, if we people... all have. Well, exactly. We've all been caught short or you've had... Have you ever... No, let's not get into it. It's... You can get into it too much, can't <laughs> no, you, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. But when were you caught short on the way or at the football... Try and keep it as clean so we can read it out as much as possible. 8, 10, 89. <laughs> when when did you randomly work. sit with somebody? I suggested it, but now I'm thinking about it. It's not going to work. <laughs> it's not going to work, is it? Really. We're going to get some horrible, horrible <laughs> ones. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. And don't forget, on Saturday the 23rd of April, that's this Saturday at 7.30, we've got Tyson Fury versus Dillian White. It's a TalkSport exclusive. The TalkSport team is Adam Catterall, Gareth A. Davis, Andy Clark, Spencer Oliver, Ben Davison. We'll be going to Wembley a little bit later on to talk to Jim White, who will get some big-name guests for us down there. A big fight, Andy. Do you, do you, I can never remember. Are you a big boxing fan, Andy? I am a boxing fan, yeah. yeah. I mean, go way back. I like the big fights. I mean, and, yeah. uh, I'm not so interested in the sort of week-to-week fights. Mm. and the. Well, this is a big fight this Saturday. This is a big fight, yeah. So, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely have a, have a listen. So I was going to try and get tickets to go on on, yeah. on the actual night, but... Well, yeah, as I don't I'm want to deny proper boxing. <laughs> <laughs> Although, as Jim Shelley has said, I didn't deny Man City, a Man City fan <laughs> a ticket on Saturday. Harsh. I did think I was sitting quite a long way from the centre circle, which I'm assuming is where they won't just put the fight at one end, you know. No. I'm assuming it would be in the centre circle, so yeah, it might be a bit far yeah, away. I think, think it would be good. It would be a great occasion. I was saying earlier on that I went to uh, Talkie Woking last Friday and I sat randomly next to my old humanities teacher, to, next to Jim Proudfoot uh, of, of this parish and, and John Cadogan. So I knew everyone in my row. And I asked, when did you randomly sit next to somebody at a sporting event? Here we go. We've had a couple. Uh, Danny, a West Ham fan. I once West Ham, went to West Ham and found myself sat in the same row as my sixth form head of year and the dad of a kid I used to play football with. Thank you, Danny. Uh, I went to watch Brian Adams at Birmingham NEC and randomly found I was sitting next to Ian Danter. I recognised him and I introduced myself as Glyn was Barrington. drumming on the scene? Oh, Glyn. Well done, Glyn. Glyn Barrington of TalkSport Clips. Well, he's very famous. He's Is one he? of our... Oh, over the years, Glyn's supplied so many great clips. Oh, there we are. Let us know. When did you randomly sit next to somebody you knew? 8, 10, 89 or... At TSH and J, uh, it's Arsenal. Uh, they go to the bridge tonight, Andy. Which I'm assuming yes, you're going uh, to the bridge yeah, tonight. They've, they've got a reasonable the last couple of years. I think they've, well, they won last year after Jorginho gave uh, Arsenal a goal with oh, a back right. pass, and Havertz missed a sitter, and then Chelsea missed about 25 chances. And then I think the year before was a two-two, if I remember rightly, late equaliser from Arsenal. So oh, they, yeah. I've got a bad record there. Not bad at all. Uh, Arsenal. Have not got a great recent record, and we speak now to comedian and a big Arsenal fan, Jacob Hawley. Hey, Jacob. Afternoon, boys. How are we doing? Yeah, very, very well. Uh, are you confident about tonight, mate? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know whether I'd say confident, but as you say there, we've got a reasonable record against Chelsea over the last couple of seasons. And I, I keep sort of thinking back to Boxing Day last year when I think Arteta was probably on the worst run he's had as an Arsenal manager, and it was that game 
against Chelsea that turned it around. So I'm trying to I'm trying to feel better than I was on Saturday. Put it that way. Yeah. yeah. That, didn't didn't Jorginho should have been sent off, but he got the winner or something? Wasn't that that game? I thought it was that game. Oh well, never mind. Uh, yeah, I mean Chelsea. Boxing Day, but Boxing Day was three one. That that was the the game that oh, Smith Rowe yeah, came yeah, into yeah. the team no, for the first time. Yeah, no, I remember that yeah. game. Yeah. But uh, it'll be interesting. Cause Chelsea have not been fantastic at home this season, but they are in good form. And if you know the last three games they played really well, so it's going to be tough for Arsenal. And uh, what do you make of Arteta though? Sort of, he's got a bit of a cheek, hasn't he? Basically saying, oh, you know, why have we got play three games in a week I mean I think Chelsea played something like nearly 30, 20 games more than Arsenal have done this year well yeah it, it's, it's a weird one with Arteta because I think he's got that slight sort of pep thing where he, he does just tend to moan about everything do you know what I mean it, it, he's, he's, he's got that sort of like Spanish very sort of miserable very serious <laughs> you know it, he's sort of never had a laugh and and. Uh, I think I think that that's just the way he carries himself. Do you know what I mean? He, he's he's a miserable guy. He's, he's not happy about us playing football. Which which to be fair, the way we've played the last three games, I'm not really happy about us having to play a football match at this point. But I <laughs> I don't think we can really complain about the fixture stuff when no. I think between Christmas and the end of February we played about three games. He took a calculated risk in the transfer window, didn't he? he got rid of a few players and you know relied on a small group, which is fine and it was it looked all right. But then when you get injuries, key injuries, then it's much harder, isn't it? I think this, this, the striker thing is the one that winds up most Arsenal fans, and it's it's. You can get rid of Aubameyang, you can fall out of Aubameyang, that's fair enough, but you've, you've got to bring something in in January. And we, we went all out for Vlahovic, he obviously chose Juventus over us, but it, the, the one for me that's annoying is, is it's still Eddie and Ketia coming on. And, you know, in, in Lacazette's absence on Saturday, it was in Ketia starting up front. And you just think, is there, is, was there really nothing in January that we could have got that would have been an improvement on Ketia when he's running down a contract anyway? Mm. He doesn't even want to be here. Is there no one we could have got on loan? Like, even that big Vegorst guy that went to Burnley. Yeah. I look at him and I think he's, he's no worse than Eddie Nketiah. Well, he's not scored any goals. There but nothing not, we could have got Eddie So he's, you know. No, but exactly. And Nketiah's had a, a few a few runs in the team. He's, he's had a few chances to to show what he is. I, I think if if we're being really honest with Nketiah, it, I'd be surprised if he plays in the Premier League next season. Yeah. I, I think he's probably going to have to play in the Championship next season. The fact that we're we're trying to get top four. And he's starting games for us. I think he'll probably start tonight as well. It, it's, it's hard for the manager to complain about fixtures and, and stuff like that when he's left himself with those options up front. It's, it's interesting with the race for the top four, though, isn't it? I mean, you know, you've got a game in hand on Spurs. If you win tonight, you're level with them. So it's, it's still all to play for, isn't it? And you've still got to play Tottenham. Yeah. So it's, it's, and it's it definitely be. not done, is it? It, sh- it shouldn't be all to play for. We've just lost three games to, to average teams. But... the what, what my mate who I go to the games with reminds me of every time is he goes, this is a top four race. It's not a title race. Mm. So it's, it's not like City and Liverpool where if, if, if Liverpool draw a game next week, City will throw parties. It's a top, the, the reason mm. these three or four teams are fighting for top four is they're all bad. They're all flawed. We, like, Tottenham will lose a couple more games before the end of the season. We will lose a couple more games. United will as well. It, it really is a case of the, the best of the worst teams who's going to get that top four place. And I think... If we can take three points from the next two against Chelsea and United and just keep us in touching distance to Tottenham, hope that Tottenham drop a few more before that big game on May the 12th uh, um, at the Tottenham Stadium, then it is all to play for. And, and I, I, I sit here now completely fed up with the team after they've lost three on the bounce, you know, moaning about Eddie and Ketia, but we, we could still get top four. And, and, and that's not really a sort of compliment about how good Arsenal are. 
it's more a comment on how bad Tottenham, United and West Ham are. I know loads of sort of soft-skinned media Arsenal fans like you, Jacob. And, um, Thanks, mate. You know, soft hands, you know, not, like, not working yeah. hands, you know, like soft media hands. <laughs> media um, hands. <laughs> media hands. <laughs> I've got media hands. And they've, I remember them all complaining. They were, oh, fourth again. Whoa, can't believe we're fourth again under Arsene Wenger. Now you're dreaming of fourth. Why, are you not embarrassed? <laughs> I don't really know what to say. I mean, it's, it's the it's the sad reality of us getting worse, mate. It is, and and I think the, the thing the thing for me about us dreaming of fourth is it, is it does seem ridiculous. But I, I look at this season. I think it's so important for us to get fourth, not least because part of the reason that fourth used to feel like an underachievement and it now feels like a trophy is because the landscape of football has completely changed. And when we used to get fourth every season, there wasn't a Man City in that top four. You know, Liverpool hadn't come back again. And what I look at now, I look at Newcastle, who have already jumped quite a lot from where they were in December to where they are now. They're going to have a big summer. They're going to have another big January. At some point, they're going to have a top manager who comes in and replaces Eddie Howe. And they're going to take one of those spots in the top four. So if Arsenal don't hold on to it now, we, we could end up in sixth or seventh for decades. Because at some point, it stops being competitive. Because you've got City who can outspend anyone. They're going to bring Haaland in as if they need him. Mm-hmm. Chelsea, you know, will be spending money again as soon as they get the owners sorted out. United are always going to have money and they're going to do a rebuild now. Well, I don't know what they've been doing for the last few years when they spend half a billion every window. And then Newcastle take another spot. Then you've got Liverpool as well. So it, it, it yeah. felt like less of an achievement years ago to get fourth because there were only two good teams. Whereas now, you, you know, every oil state has got a Premier League team that they pay for. And so it does feel like a bit of an achievement to finish ahead of them. Mm. Yeah, and I think Tottenham will be decent. If they back Conte, they'll be decent as well next season. So, yeah, it's it's difficult. And, play, and I suppose if you don't strengthen and you don't start winning things, then players like Bukayo Saka, um, did I say that right? I think I said Bukayo. Right. Did I say that? Bukayo Saka. There it is, Bukayo. What did I say? Something else. I, something I don't else. want to repeat it. But Guy Osaka. Um, <laughs> I knew as I went into it, just say Saka. That's all I thought. Just say Saka. Uh, that, he, becomes, he becomes a target, doesn't he? People try and buy him is what I'm saying. That's 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 the worry, I think. I, yeah. I, I think if there's one thing that Arsenal fans do all agree on is that we, we love the young players that we've got. Smith Rowe, Saka, Martinelli, you know, all, 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 all the way through to, to players like Ben White and Gabriel. And, and you're, I, I guarantee you're going to start seeing people linked with those names. I think... I don't like saying it, but Saka would be perfect for Man City, yeah, especially Saka's when you're looking at a summer. Who? Saka is the one, <laughs> definitely. I, I, you know, it, it, I, Sterling's contract is, is running out. Mares hasn't signed a new one. There's talk of Gabriel Jesus leaving, who'd, who'd be perfect for Arsenal, by the way. But if, if they wanted to buy a right winger, Saka would be perfection for City. Oh, I think Martinelli's going to have his seats. Yeah, they won't. I well, don't think they'll buy Haaland and, and Saka in the same no, window. No. That seems unlikely. Well, that, that's our only hope, mate. Our only hope is that they've got bigger fish to fry before they start buying our players. But it yeah. will happen. And we, we have to start achieving things while, while these players are under contract because we'll lose them otherwise. Now, Jacob, you've got a big Edinburgh show coming up and uh, I know you're a very, very funny man, very brilliant live comedian. Tell us about your live show. Yeah, new show uh, is called Bump. Uh, I'm going to be doing it at the Monkey Barrel in Edinburgh, uh, 1.30 every day at the Fringe. And if anyone's keen, I'm going to be doing an online preview of that show tonight with the wonderful Always Be Comedy Club mm. in South London. So if anyone fancies that tonight, if you have a look at my social media, uh, there's a £5 preview for that. All proceeds going to Ukraine. It should be a loss. Okay. Good Sounds stuff. Good. Well, Charlie, uh, you can text him during the show. During the show. Keep him updated. Exactly. Little updates of, of what the score is. We, we, do you, will you follow the score during it or not? 
Yeah, one hundred percent. I'm, I'm going to have two tabs open. One, one the Zoom link for the show, and one, one with the game. And, and if it starts going really badly, I'm happy to call the show off. To be honest with you, if if the show went badly but you won the game, would that be the right way around, or would you prefer it the other way around? I, yeah, I'll sacrifice the show for the game. <laughs> okay, very nice, uh, Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> people who have seen it lovely there we are we've really sold it you've done a great PR job it's all for charities (laughs) it's worse than a 1-0 win at Stamford Bridge there we are Jacob Pauly comedian and Arsenal fan thanks so much for joining us cheers thanks the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast uh, let's get ready to crumble. We were discussing. It's a very we, good idea. It's a great. Uh, so the new dessert restaurant chain of restaurants we're going to launch. Yeah, isn't it, Andy? Gets ready to crumble. Apple, Apple, Apple yeah. and Blackberry. Uh, I think I don't think we can call it Apple. <laughs> There's already a company called that. No, no, the um, what, so, oh, oh, Apple, Apple and Blackberry. <laughs> crumble. Crumble, yeah, I get that, yeah. <laughs> I get that. Uh, peach, crumble, is that a cobbler? Yeah, no, well... When does it turn into a cobbler? That's a very good question. Oh, yeah. uh, well, you've got a bit of a problem, though. Michael Buffer has actually owned uh, Let's Get Ready to Rumble since oh. 1992. Mm. He's made about £400 million uh, pounds from it, or dollars. Has he? Yeah. So PJ and Duncan, Anton Deck, recorded it in 1994. It's the same title. He must have. They must have cleared it with him. I think they... They spelt it differently. I think that really? was the I thing. They, the I same. don't know. We need to Does look it? into we'll it. Check they it up. Spelt um, it differently. But I've got a few ideas. Let's get ready to bumble. That's my new show with David Lloyd. Oh, lovely. Yes. Uh, let's get ready to humble with Kate. Kate. Yeah, lovely. Let's get ready to stumble. That's where I impersonate Billy Dainty and Norman Wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> And let's get ready to Dumbledore. Lovely. <laughs> that doesn't quite work. Let's, let's get ready to Bumble. That All of those be... I'm going to need permission from Michael. Yeah. Well, is it, does he own Let's Get Ready to Rumble and all other versions of? Well, it, you, it's like passing off, isn't it? It's like these people, you know, when you get yeah. a big company suing, yeah. you know, if you get sort of, I don't know, yeah. Harrods Laundry or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, I know what you mean. You know, yeah, the, yeah. The Harrods will come down on them. Let's get ready to Bumble could be one of those, you know, when they do a reality show and they try and find a new Dorothy in Wizard of Oz. They're trying to find someone to play Mr. Bumble in, in Oliver. It'd be really boring. It's like loads of middle-aged, big old men. No one's interested in their backstory. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Do you remember David Fulton, the Kent player, is now I, worked on Sky? I, I don't, Andy. I Court, can only apologise. Court Hawksby bowled Jacobs. Oh, wow. Aravinda de Silva. Yeah. That was Court Hawksby bowled Jacobs? Or? Will Porterfield. These are all just some of the people that I've dismissed in my stellar career. <laughs> <laughs> and is this with, is it with the Bunburys you play? Or, yes, or, yeah, yeah, yes. Generally, yeah. Yeah, good stuff. Mm. I remember because remember we played, didn't we, Andy? And I know you don't like to talk about it when we played. When did we play? We played a couple of years ago, and it was a Talksport uh, team in Richmond. And the Talksport team was this was, the was winter not, game? No, we played in the summer in Richmond. And uh, I don't remember that. Don't oh, remember the, oh it, when you did you play the one I where took we took two wickets? Yeah, Monty Panasar played. Oh yeah, and, I don't remember uh, you being oh, in there. Thank God, I took two I, wickets. I did so. the show with Danny Kelly, didn't I? Yes, oh, yeah, you, you did. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. I took two wickets. Oh, I got absolutely hammered. I was, I was on air when I was bowling. He put me off the microphone, threw me out. <laughs> oh, yes, you were gone. talking yourself through, through, you were commentating on yourself bowling. Yeah. I, I think. kept over-pitching. This bloke kept hitting me for six. It was really annoying. Uh, so uh, let's get ready to crumble. We've been pitching our dessert business. A few people have uh, come in with, let's get ready to Mr. Tumble. Right, okay. I don't know what that would be, Andy. I don't know if well, that would be... all money for Michael Buffer, I'd exactly. say. Exactly. Do you think he's getting some... Uh, how about let's get ready to mumble? That'll um, be good. This is Andy in Newport. Blakey from On The Buses meets people with a speech impediment, which I don't <laughs> That's know. That's really quite poor. <laughs> not, not great. And there Michael we are. Buffer. Yeah, well, I love that one as well. No, exactly. Uh, but th- th- they're all good ideas. If you have any more, <laughs> do let us know. Uh, Andy, come up with that. Let's get... What were yours, Andy? Uh, let's get ready to humble with Kate Humble. That'll be good. What yeah. would she be doing? What she normally does, really. All right, just a bit of nature watch, spring okay. watch. That seems quite like a that. good idea as yeah. well, doesn't it? Yeah, very good there idea. We are, yeah. There we are. Okay, then. Is that, have you got anything for us, Andy? Oh, yeah, oh, sure, yeah. yeah. We've got a couple of minutes here. A Peroni. Uh, oh, the, yeah. Are the new official beer of Ask... Excuse me, Royal oh, Ascot. Oh, we've had a couple they of Peronis. Drink, do they drink beer at Ascot? <laughs> it was all champagne, was it? Peroni. Yeah. Do you like a Peroni? I do. I, I like the red label. Oh, yeah, right. That's the sort of slightly upmarket one. Of oh, course yeah. I do. And it's the end of the national hunt season on Saturday. Okay. Yeah, start the new one on Monday. You used to have a day <laughs> I know, off. I know, it is like, it, it is. does turn around like that, doesn't it? Oh, but a lovely holiday. Yeah. Day off. <laughs> all those jockeys just, oh, <laughs> do you think they stop and they get, because they all have to drop loads of weight, don't they, all the time. They stop and just for that Sunday, they're like absolutely massive, like balloons. <laughs> and Victoria Beckham uh, had an eight-tier birthday cake. We know this because she put it on her Instagram feed. And how many tiers do you think she ate out of that? <laughs> oh, well, you don't know. She might have eaten them all. I don't know if she's a big sugar fan. They've had a lot of do's recently, haven't they? They've had a lot of outlay. Well, that's true. They? It's like, uh, for me in May, my wife's born in May, I'm in May, my, my mum's in May, and it's, it's yeah. very like the Beckhams. Your in-laws are unlikely to be billionaires, though, are they? Well, you never know, you never <laughs> know. Uh, this is, we asked you if you'd randomly ever sat next to somebody you know at the sport, but after I spoke, the whole, I knew the whole row at my football match on Friday. Uh, not long, this is Martin in Manchester, come on City. Not long after moving to the Etihad, then the comms, I took my seat only to find sitting right next to me was an old girlfriend from my past. Oh, wow, oh dear. Yeah. Impossible. Either of us would have known about it and at least a decade had passed since we last saw each other. But no, there was no happy this was meant to be ending, ending at full time among 40,000 people. And then he says, why did that happen? Like absolute <laughs> desperation there by the end of it. There we are. Thank you, Martin, in Manchester. Uh, I reckon Andy should co-present Let's Get Ready to Fumble. <laughs> and I'm not going to read the end of it from Barry Rainbow, because you can tell by Barry Rainbow's name, he's sort of got 
a fun side to his. Oh yeah, you, you know. You can tell me in the break. I'll tell you in the break. There we are. Down in tears. There we are. And here we go. Colin in in Witton. Many years ago, I took my wife to Twickenham to watch England play Scotland in a Five Nations match. Then he spent the first half. We we spent the first half making rather loud observations of how rubbish the Scots were until a woman sitting in front of us who was a Scottish supporter turned around and gave us a good-natured bit of verbal. Took a minute before we recognised that she was one of our neighbours. No, oh, not only say Nicholas Sturgeon. No. <laughs> story, Just sat in really. front of you. There we are. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Um, we've had a few uh, TV formats for you, though, Andy, before you say that. Uh, let's get ready to jumble, which is Andy visiting church... Uh, uh, jumble sales. Brilliant. What a lovely idea. You going round. Sure, there's going to be a let's get ready to grumble. We've got that. That's next. That was next. This is Alex Morris. (laughs) Let's get ready to grumble with Andy. This is, do you know what? This is a podcast for you, Andy. Is it? Let's get ready to grumble. Just just every single day you take one. uh, What's the point? And that'd be absolutely. (laughs) Let's get ready to grumble. We're all downloading that now. And Willow has texted me, said, how about a documentary with Roy... Hodgson, let's get ready to wamble. That's a, bit, that's a bit harsh, isn't it? Really? Well, that's for you to say that one. There we are. And Robert's been in. Members of Ken Dodd's family took Victoria Beckham. This is one for the kids. Took. <laughs> <laughs> oh, remind me to do my joke later on. Members of Ken Dodd's family <laughs> yeah. took Victoria Be- Beckham's cake home Bezel. so they could have, have. I've messed this one up. So they could. Yes, professionally, they could have tears for souvenirs. There we are. I'm assuming that's a Ken Dodd. Is that a Ken Dodd song? Andy? Oh yeah, tears for yes, souvenirs. Yeah. Yeah. There we are. Very good. Very good indeed. It's one there of we his are. Big ones. Golf now, Andy. We're going to talk. His only hit, really. We're going to talk about. Was it? No, that's not right. No, no. What was his big hit? Happiness. Was, uh, happiness. That was it. Yeah. It? There we are. Thank you. He did some other stuff as well, didn't he? <laughs> uh, now, PJ. I don't know if you saw this. Did you see this on Twitter, Andy? PJ Torpro Dylan Fratelli. He he hit the ball out of a tree. Right. Oh he, yeah, and, yeah. And then made par. He got it up and down, or, or I don't know if it counts yes, as up and down. He should have been or, saluted for his ingenuity. A long and down. Mm. I don't know if it counts as uh, up and down. But then it, it was told that he'd played the wrong shot, and Rob Lee joins us now. He's a golfer turned commentator. Hey, Rob, this this seems like an archaic rule by the PGA. Well, you know, it's just, he's so unlucky. Uh, you know, the, the rule is you can't straddle the line of the shot, the intended line of play. Yeah. You cannot straddle that. And even though the ball was suspended in what they call Spanish moss, it's it's almost like uh, it's almost like netting the way it hangs down from a tree yeah. quite low. Mm. Um, he his line of play was he straddled it even though the ball was up in the air and uh, it, it seems a bit harsh to me. So they think it, it should have stood harsh. to the side of the Spanish moss and whacked it out sideways. Is that would have been harder to do that though, wouldn't it? It would have been because you because he's got to give it. He's got the the size of the head, and he's got it. It's kind of suspended in the air, and he's got to quite accurately doink the ball. Hmm. He, to line that up on the side would be near nigh on impossible. So, what he attempted to do, he did it in the easiest way possible. Um, and but the trouble is, the troubling thing with this is, when I go back into when I think about when I used to play, I did the very same thing and never got a two shot penalty. Hmm. Wasn't there anybody yeah. there to normally? I mean, I don't know how big the tournament was, but normally there are marshals and yeah, officials refs. to say, "Look, hang on a minute, you know, uh, Dylan, you can't do yeah. this." You think somebody would have said to him, "Don't, don't play it like that. You'll get two shot penalty." You know, it, it be, it's so niche because you very rarely see a suspended ball getting hit or played anywhere. Um, you would have to be really sharp on the rules. So, hang on, whoa you know, to be able to stop him. Because yeah. I'm sure the crowd there were just thinking, this is entertaining, this thing's hanging, he's going to try and hit it. Um, and he did. 
he would have been lucky had a rules official been there because that guy on his buggy would have said, hang on, uh, yeah, not a good idea. But that wasn't the case. You could really add this to the long list of times that golf has not done itself any favours. Yeah, do you know, the golf rule book, if, if, if you, I don't know if you've ever seen a copy of the golf rules. Um, it's quite a, it's a chunky little book. You can work your way through it. But there's a massive book that's like two Bibles bolted together, which is, which is different case studies of different things that have come up, almost mm-hmm. like a book of law. And that is, that's, you can't get through that at all. So the rules can be, there's a lot that can happen in golf. That's why there are so many rules. But um, occasionally you get to a point where really, and it, it can't, I think that's a really, I think the ball's up in the air and he's, and he's been, he's had ingenuity to knock it out. And then uh, he's fallen foul of the rules, unfortunately to him. And the worst bit of that is, he thinks he's made the par of his life yeah. and he yeah. gets in, two shot penalty, and then you're gutted, aren't you? He got up and down, didn't he, after that? Uh, it's interesting, a very interesting piece in the Times this morning. You're right, there are only 24 rules, but there are a lot of subsections, aren't there, to each one? Yeah. Uh, and one I didn't realise, and of course, famously, Ian Woosnam did this, when you've had too many clubs in your bag, that if you take the extra club and turn it upside down in your bag, you won't get penalised, because oh, that's right. proof that you that's couldn't use it. I, I didn't realise that. Would you have time to do that, and would it work? I, I guess if you've... The thing is... If you've got an extra club in your bag, you don't realise it, and and no pro is going to go out with um, a, a, an extra club turned upside down to test the rule out. Nobody's going to do that. It is just purely um, get rid of that. I'll just have fourteen clubs in the bag. Thanks very much. I mean, I, I I do remember a professional getting done. He had fourteen clubs in the bag, but unfortunately, he'd been home the weekend before. He went out with his kid hitting balls and his kid stuck the junior club in the bottom of the bag. So you couldn't see it at all. And then subsequently they found there was a, he couldn't get a club in. What's that? Oh, it's a 15th club, my kid's club. So that's also very harsh. Well, we can, there's another long list times kids have ruined my life. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Just um, a quick word on Jordan Spieth, who got a big win at the weekend and good to see him coming back, isn't it? And he said his wife gave him a putting tip, which was uh, just take five seconds because he's known for missing the tiny little ones, isn't he? And she said, just take five seconds before you hit those. Do you think she was giving him a little tip elsewhere in their life as well? Well, I mean, I, I would think it's always good to listen to your partner. I would think as you two boys can, can you, you'll be able to go on about this for hours and hours and hours, but he missed a tiny putt on the Saturday evening. He had about an eight footer for a birdie, knocked it a foot past, didn't take enough care, didn't take his um, allotted five seconds extra, mm. and he missed it from a foot. And I thought usually when you do silly things like that, when it all comes up and it's added up after 72 holes, it cost you. You missed out. You didn't win because you were stupid over a putt that was a foot long. However, he turned it around and and and, and won again, which is great for him because he's an edgy kind of a player when you watch him, but undoubtedly has a lot of heart and, and a lot of talent. So he did the right thing. He got the advice indoors. He took it to heart and he made it. He made it pay. Robbie will be delighted. And she can to- and she can always say, as you know. I told you. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Uh, Robbie will be delighted. We haven't got enough time to talk about Manchester United. Oh, yeah. I just, I, I assumed, I assumed a dirty sideswipe was coming. I just assumed. <laughs> there we are. Great, yeah. Great band, Dirty Sideswipe. Really love them. Uh, Rob yeah. Lee, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, in, in, are you playing golf this weekend? 
Um, I am actually playing mm. golf with um, Laura Davis and Wayne Riley on Friday, funnily enough, at a, at a secret location yet to be determined. Oh, very Ooh. nice. Well, okay. keep, have a good yeah. keep your head down yeah. and uh, swing slow. Uh, and, and take five seconds. Thanks. <laughs> That's the one. Exactly. There we are. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. There we are. That was it. I'm in tomorrow with uh, Lloyd Griffith tomorrow, the be fun. Grimsby fan and comedian, and then back with you on Friday, aren't I, Andy? Yeah, looking forward to it. Good stuff. There we are. I don't know if there'll be any birthday spread. Who knows? I don't think there's a spread this no, week. No, there isn't this wow, week. Wowee. Mid-season break. There yeah. we are. See you tomorrow. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.